Welcome to the Movie Hit List Podcast, where each week we review a movie and decide whether or not we would put it on each of our hit lists. So essentially, whether or not we would kill it off because it's not worth your time. So this week we're reviewing Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. We're like Valerian and the City of a Thousand Hours wasted watching this movie. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You can watch it for free on Amazon Prime or buy it on DVD. It's rated PG-13, and it's directed by Luke Besson, who also wrote and directed Lucy, that, like, really intense spy drug movie with with, Scarlett uh, Johansson. Yeah, that one. And I found that movie really confusing, so maybe there's a trend here. So, um, it's Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets is based off this French sci-fi comic called Valerian and Loreline that lasted from 1967 to 2010. So, like, clearly there is a following for these characters, so you'd think it'd be pretty good. But, anyways, um, the plot, according to IMDb, is a dark force threatens Alpha, a vast metropolis and home to species from a thousand planets. Special operatives Valerian and Loreline must race to identify the marauding menace and safeguard not just Alpha, but the future of the universe. Yeah. Yeah, that, that about sums up nothing. Yeah. So, the movie starts out with this intro of you seeing kind of how Alpha or this city came to be. So, it starts with like a space station like we would have and then you see the space station expanding as like more and more different kinds of aliens and creatures come until it gets to the point where it's the quote-unquote city of a thousand planets. That's Um, about like a... The first five minutes is just a montage of aliens it's showing up. Like the opening up. credits. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's a cool concept. It's not like explained as it's happening, so you gotta kind of figure it out from what you're seeing. But you know, interesting. So then, when the movie actually starts, you're taken to this beach planet with what looks like avatars. Yeah, it looks like white avatars. Yeah. They're, yeah. Weird. And so the first 10 minutes kind of take place on their planet and this crisis that happens. Um, The biggest problem for me was that the aliens don't speak English, which is fine. But there's only, like, there's subtitles for their language, but it's very selective. So, like, sometimes you know what you're saying and sometimes you don't. So half the time you really don't understand what's going on, right. and you don't you don't really get introduced to any of the of the characters. It's just they're there. Yeah. You don't know who they are. Yeah, it's not explained well. So you're already starting off like super confused, and then you go after that, and you get to meet the main characters, Valerian and Loreline, which are played by Dane DeHaan and Cara Delevingne. Uh. Dane Devon, Dahan, whatever his name is. Yeah. He was actually Harry Osborn in the the Amazing Spider-Man series with Andrew Garfield. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only place I had seen him before. I don't think I've seen him in anything else. And obviously Cara Delevingne's in like everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, she is. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh So, clearly, there's supposed to be chemistry between these two characters, but 
it's really just super awkward. It is. You, there's, it's not comfortable to watch. It's very cringy. And like, I don't know, maybe that's how he's supposed to be. Or he's just not a great actor. That's also a possibility. That's but, what I'm uh, thinking it is. He really comes across as a jerk. So you don't like really care that they don't have chemistry anyways. Right off, yeah, right off the bat, you really don't care about him at all. So from there, they go on their first mission. Again, like there's no context for these characters. So you kind of figure out that they're like somehow agents of some kind, but it's not really explained. So they go to this planet Kyrian where there's this virtual reality marketplace which is a really cool concept it's probably my favorite part of the film just yeah. the concept itself is really interesting it's like vr but it's in on a planet and nothing is technically real it's like in the middle of a desert but then once they put on the goggles it's like this full multi-level marketplace right you can buy things you can do things It's a very cool concept, but it doesn't pay off. They're clearly, I feel like this point, it's very apparent that it's kind of a Star Wars wannabe. They've got all these weird creatures and weird costumes, but instead of like, it just feels like they're trying too hard. Right. And it's at this point where, for me personally, I realize just how crappy the dialogue is. Because even yeah. one of the characters goes, I will find you and I will kill you. And I went, what? No. Why? Why would you say that? The that, voice that, that in the script is like, yes, this is the best thing they could possibly say. No. Oh, gosh. It was just, I started losing faith in this movie. There's also a part where someone says, time flies when you're having fun. And there was another really stereotypical line, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, I can't either. The, the, the dialogue is just not great and it becomes incredibly evident at this point in the movie that it's like consistently not great yeah it's just it's cheesy and cliche and overused and more or less just and nobody likes it so by the time you get through all this part on the movie it's not until you get 45 minutes in that they actually get the plot like the heart of the story that seems kind of ridiculous right right because the first 45 minutes you have one no idea what's going on and two it's so slow you're almost bored to tears because you don't really care about anything that's happening and then even once you get the plot it doesn't really pick up like you now you like understand what they're trying to accomplish with the movie but it still doesn't actually make sense right so like i had to google this movie in the middle of watching it pull up the wikipedia page and read their plot synopsis of like what's going on in the film so that i knew what was going on in the film because it's just not explained right i feel like part of the well yeah the big thing in this movie is cgi like a lot of every journey action sequence felt like it was there to support the movie visually as like a way to show off more stuff but not like that it actually helped the story and i mean 
uh, this movie, it's like the most expensive independent film ever made. The budget was $180 million. And that's very evident in the CGI. Like, it's a beautiful movie. Oh, absolutely. Like, if you are just wanting to see the visuals, then yeah, this is a great movie because it's very aesthetically pleasing. Right. So, through all this action journey we come to another point that i just don't understand in this movie rihanna is in this movie and rihanna is in this movie for the sole person so that they could say rihanna is in this movie rihanna is introduced when valerian goes to paradise alley which is this like super sketchy downtown yeah it basically is just full of creatures i guess dressed in really weird costumes walking around well that's like most of the movie well yes (laughs) but like it i don't know how to explain it it's like i know the bad part of town i guess anyways he goes to this area i kind of remember there really is not ethan hawk pulls him into his store he's like oh dude i have exactly what you knew and out comes rihanna who then proceeds to have this really long 100 percent unnecessary pole dancing scene that like it's not really inappropriate no it's just unnecessary yeah and oh i forgot to mention rihanna's character is a called bubbles so just think about that for a second that was the best i could come up with bubbles and she's a shapeshifter. So while she's dancing, she does shape shift, which is cool editing wise. Right. It's, it's done, done very well, well but, but like not relevant whatsoever. Yeah, there's no, it doesn't drive the plot at all. It's just visually good, I guess. It's like so ridiculous that by the time you see it, like I, when I was rewatching this to take notes for this podcast, I watched it with my roommates and Molly was like, I hate this movie more than I hated it 10 minutes ago. Like, it's just so ridiculous. You just, you just can't. But the sad part is, her acting was better than Dane DeHaan and Cara Delevingne. Like, I thought her acting was a lot better than theirs. Yeah. Definitely his. I didn't think Cara Delevingne was terrible. I didn't think she really brought much to the table. Yeah. Yeah. More than I'd have him. to read the script also, though. Right. But yes, I agree. <laughs> That's so sad. Ugh. And her, she, like, she, she really wasn't much of a character either. Rihanna? Right, yeah. No. I don't, there was really no point of her being in this film at all. Well, so they could say Rihanna is in our film. Doesn't <laughs> really help the story at all. <laughs> uh, so, Mandy. Would you hit this movie? Oh, absolutely. I would have hit it within the first two minutes of this film. I mean, there are some movies where, like, it's a bad movie, but you watch it with your friends so you can, like, make fun of it. This is not one of those movies. It's just bad to the point of, like, not even worth your time whatsoever. It's two hours and, like, 17 minutes of nothing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the pacing is terrible. It's pretty slow. Nothing happens until about 45 minutes in. Well, at least the plot's not explained until that long. But then, like, it doesn't really get better from there. You just finally have some context. Right. Uh, Character development is 
not great. And I feel like a lot of the problem is like, like because Valerian's character is such a jerk and because their dialogue is so bad, you don't relate to them. So you don't really care what's happening anyways. There's no character, at least that I saw, that I actually cared about. I didn't relate to any of them. None of them like stood out beyond the others. It was just kind of, eh. The best character is that little armadillo-looking thing. Yes, that that's like right. shakes and marbles fall off. It's of part of like the beach people av- white avatar. Yeah, that, it, that gives you sorry. That's like no context if you haven't seen the movie. But if you've seen it, look for that because it's the best. It movie. it literally looks like an armadillo mixed with a dragon. It's kind of cute, but also kind of not. I know, like there's no real way of explaining what it's what it is. Yeah, yeah I don't know. But, uh, yeah, the dialogue, super cheesy, super predictable, like, just very poorly written. Star Wars wannabe and, like, very predictable. Oh, super predictable. I mean, you watch this movie and you're like, well, I know how it's going to end. Yeah. I mean, the moral of the story is, like, please don't watch this movie. Unless you love CGI, then go for it. Right. Like, if it's visually good to see but it's not worth sitting through and watching or like half watch it while you're doing something else because you're going to be confused either way so it doesn't really matter yeah there's no way that it doesn't get better it's not one of those films that's like oh it kind of starts out and then it gets better it's just eh, the entire time Yeah. yeah and i wouldn't pay money for it at all no. It's not. If you have it. Amazon Prime, it's free, but otherwise, no. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, I hope you enjoyed this review of Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Next week, we're reviewing Cloverfield uh, Paradox. Yep. And feel free to check us out on Instagram at Movie Hit List Podcast.